Don't make me come over there and hit you with my dick. <laughs> it's not that big. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> See? Lucky guess. <laughs> Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Of course not, because life sucks. The good thing is, because it's a handcrafted original, it'll be easy to spot if it turns up at a pawn shop or something like that. Unless somebody just wanted a really pretty guitar to play. Well, I mean, I said (laughs) if. You never know, though. People are fucking weird. Today we're doing a sad movie, sort of. A a fucking... It's it's an emotional roller coaster. It's a dark comedy, and I laughed my ass off for like the first half hour, though, because it was all funny. (laughs) <laughs> I, I suppose we should throw out the usual spoiler alert if you haven't watched this movie please go watch it and then listen to the podcast oh yeah this one's gonna get weird i i can't help but laugh hysterically when he tells when he tells everybody that he wrote the notebook and everybody's just like you know at like there's this whole at, there's this whole build up and he's like you didn't like my son and i didn't either <laughs> yeah we'll get into that we should probably introduce ourselves before we keep going here because we always forget to do that for some fucking reason maybe it's me i don't know anyways you, you introduce us this is sharks across hollywood i'm andrew that over there with the smooth voice the one who sounds way cooler than me is the reverend general samuel mance and today we're going to be talking about world's greatest dad i was i was thinking that while i was watching it i couldn't help thinking you know this had to come out th- this had to have been written at least before 2008 because in 2008 and i only know this because of journalist john ronson who wrote an incredible podcast style audio journalism type thing for audible called the butterfly effect which is about the advent of free streaming pornography Oh, it's not the Ashton Kutcher movie? No. (laughs) But pre-streaming pornography first hit in 2008. Before that, it was all pay sites and like FTP sites and stuff like that. So there was no no U-porn. There was no, I mean, shit, whatever site you can think of, it wasn't there before. Thank God for U-porn. 2008. Interestingly, they're all owned by the same guy. All those sites. That I wouldn't doubt. Every single one of those free streaming yeah, sites is owned by the same guy. Pornhub? Yep. XXNX? That one? You ever just heard of that one? All of them. <laughs> the thing is, is if one pops up and starts to get success- successful, he just buys it. Good investment. People, yeah. people aren't not going to those. Oh, yeah. For sure. But anyway, it was interesting because uh, my... Well, the book is very interesting because it explores the ripple effects of free streaming pornography on society. But that's the reason I know that free streaming porn came about in 2008. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Which is why I thought this movie had to have been written before that because... You know, like he—he's clearly a, a web miner who's who's going after uh, Robin Williams' son, played by the kid from Spy Kids. That's by what the I way. said. Yeah, <laughs> and he—he he always ended up playing a weird fucker in every movie after yeah. Spy Kids. Like he was in the Halloween remake as the bully. The first yeah, movie. I think yeah. I, he probably just wanted to get as far away from it as he could. And then Alexa Vega got super hot and started being in weird movies. Uh, she was in yeah. uh, Repo, the genetic opera, yes, she which was. is one of my favorites that we'll have to do someday. That's the first time I saw her in a not Spike. You know what? No, I lied. That's the first time I actually saw her because I never actually saw a Spy Kids movie until like four years ago. Well, I had kids, so <laughs> of course I saw Spy Kids at that point. I, I had kids right when Spy Kids are was coming out. So. I didn't hate it. It was a little stupid, but yeah. No, it's kind of, you know, I mean, it's a kid's movie 
like so it kind of works on that logic level mm-hmm. as if it was written by a kid but it's really fun i mean I, I never i never met a kid who i never met a kid back in those days who was that who was of an appropriate age who didn't love that movie i wouldn't not watch it if a kid wanted to yeah it's yeah. one yeah i mean robert <laughs> rodriguez even when he's making cheesy shit he's making cheesy shit that's at least fun to watch but anyway so as I was saying, yeah. the, the kid is clearly taking his time and like digging deep in the internet as he knows it to find the pornography that he finds because there's that there's that moment where he he shows some German Scheiser porn to his friend and his friend is shocked. <laughs> no yep. high school no high school student anymore would be shocked by Scheiser porn. I wasn't even at that <laughs> and that was I was in high school in the early 2000s, not I graduated in 2005, so I you know, I, I knew about that stuff. I didn't watch it, though. <laughs> Wink. No, I really didn't, because uh, <laughs> bodily secretions are kind of Yeah, but gross. don't act like you didn't at least look for it to see. I did not. Everybody was like, hey, man, you want to see two girls, one cup? I'm like, what's that? And then I see it, and I'm like, can we not watch this? Or, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying you enjoyed it. I'm saying Ooh. you you looked at it I, just to see what it was all about. I only looked at it because somebody else showed me. I would never go out of my way for that. I mean, I'll go out of my way for some weird shit, but I just yeah, don't. Yeah, we've all, we, we've all got whatever, whatever that weird thing is you've got. We've I all got I don't one. want people. I don't want to see people getting peed on or pooped on. There you go. I'm fine nope. with pee because pee is sterile. Poo, I'm not. No. Mm-mm, that's wrong. That's that That's biologically not sound. I'll judge you about the pee thing later, but that's okay. At this, at the, at the, <laughs> at the same time, if I'm watching an anal scene and a little little Duke plops out, I find it more humorous than anything. Yeah, then you know, I'm I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go watch lesbians. There's no weird shit there. <laughs> See, I can't watch lesbians because lesbians don't have any use for me. I'm one. I, I, Joe, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan talks about uh, uh, how guy, how he doesn't think that guys believe in lesbians, <laughs> and in general, I think he's right because I think that's why a lot of guys are into lesbians. Me, as soon as I find out a woman's a lesbian, I lose all sexual and romantic interest because I actually believe she's a lesbian. I like I don't. There's no chance. Yeah, like I, I, I just go, oh, okay, she has no use for me. All right, then I'm I have no interest. She becomes a completely non-sexual entity in your eyes. Like yeah, a- pretty much. Like a, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the just friends line. Like, oh, like a brother or a lamp. And the guy's like, I don't want to be a lamp. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> I should watch. I should watch that. I like Ryan Reynolds. So it's really dumb, but it's and I like funny. A, I, Amy Smart's the one in that, yeah. right? I like Amy Smart too. She's super, super hot. I could take her or leave her. She's all right. Wow. Sorry, Amy Smart. I that you're the literally the first person I've ever heard say that about. I her. would, I would fuck Ryan Reynolds before I'd fuck her. I'd fuck Ryan Reynolds too. I just not before her. Like if if it was if they were in line, yeah, she's she's she, I'm gonna let her cut before her twice, and then maybe her. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me right in the middle of a drink of water, you dick. <laughs> Trying to make me wash my sinuses, but that's just me. Sorry, Amy Smart, you are very pretty. <laughs> but Ryan speaking Reynolds of the wins. butterfly effect, yeah, no, um. Fun, fun, fun side note from the, I, this is not, oh no, this is, this isn't from the commentary track. This is, uh, from an, from an interview I, I heard with Bobcat Goldthwaite. He, when he was writing the script, he had, or he was doing a rewrite or something of a scene and he called Spy Kid's kid, whose name always escapes <laughs> fucking, me. That ginger kid from Spy Kid. Yeah. The ginger kid called him up 
and he was like in class at the time and he was like hey what's chili dogging (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't know what that is either do i want to know and the spike kids kid was like oh yeah well that's where that's where you take a shit between between a woman's tits and then squeeze them together (laughs) what the fuck's wrong with this kid oh man yeah so this movie was really funny and really dark and the the kid's character was a fucking shithead oh yeah and i i wrote in my notes that if i didn't know what was going to happen to the kid i would have been okay with a little light child abuse because <laughs> he's such an asshole he is he's a, he's an incredibly huge asshole but everything he said was funny also oh yeah no he's <laughs> kind of it, it, it's that it's that situation where he's hilarious to watch and you would kill yourself if you had to live with him oh yeah yeah the first thing that made me laugh though was when robin williams was giving the little narration at the beginning and he said that hemingway tried to scratch an itch in the back of his head with a shotgun and that <laughs> that just made me laugh there's a song by the wonder years called a song for ernest hemingway and he brings up that how him and ernest hemingway have a scar in the same place and i'm like i didn't know what that meant but then i'm like that i i had to i had to look it up because i did i'm dumb and i didn't know ernest hemingway shot himself <laughs> but that just made me laugh because it made me think of that song which is kind of a sad song but it's a good song so listen to the Wonder so Years, everybody. Similar, similar to this movie, but yeah, yeah, exactly like that. The Wonder Years has that they're sort of depressed, but there's always that little tiny glimmer of hope and happy in their songs. <laughs> Speaking of which, and I know we're ju- like we've jumped. This is me jumping to the end of the movie twice, like in the first five minutes or ten minutes of the show. But uh, that scene, it, the scene at the end where he just basically is just like "fuck you, everybody." Yeah, let's actually talk about that because that threw me so fucking. Um, I like, that that scene is so cathartic for me. I don't know, like because I the whole movie I totally empathize with where he's coming from in that the whole movie he's trying to he's trying to win this acceptance and approval of these people around him who he who he feels the need to get their approval because I mean every artist is an artist because we feel this need for approval, you know, it's not Robin Williams was a perfect example, but every artist is like that and he's a writer and you know like he he wants that approval and he finds himself struggling so hard to get this approval and then when he gets it he realizes you know like that it's it's totally worthless because because they don't actually they don't actually like him or like his work they just they just like how it makes them feel about themselves you know and they they only approve of him because he meets whatever their perception of what he should be is. And that was his little I am Iron Man moment. Yeah. That's exactly, then, that's exactly then, what it reminded me of. And then the scene where he, where he just strips naked, runs down the hall, and jumps into the pool, dong out. and I was impressed that he left on his brightly colored his socks, Bright though. blue socks. <laughs> I think I think Bobcat was like, Robin's like, I'm going to take off the socks. He's like, no, they're really colorful. They'll be good in the shot. <laughs> I speaking speaking of Bobcat's filmmaking, I can't I, I was thinking about it and I can't defend his filmmaking in that he, he makes a lot of egregious errors. Like for example, there's a voiceover right at the beginning and there's a voiceover right at the end, but there's no other voiceover in the entire movie. So like there's no uniformity to it. And he like he does a lot of things wrong, but he tells such a damn good story that that I can't help but I can't help this being one of my favorite movies because of it. And I forgot that he had anything to do with it until I saw him come to pick, pick up Robin Williams' <laughs> character. And I'm like, oh, hey, it's Bob, Bobcat. I'm like, wait, he directed this. I'm like, oh, wait, no, he wrote it and he directed it. Okay, that's right. I remember now. Because <laughs> I also looked up a, a little bit earlier the chick. Uh, what's her name? I can't remember. You, you're talking about his girlfriend in the movie. Oh, Alexa, Alexi Gilmore. Oh, okay, yeah. I was in love with her like the second I saw her just in, in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm into good, it. She's good looking. Uh, but she was also in Willow Creek. 
Yeah. That, yeah. Which, she's, um, I think, I think she's been in more, like she's been in one or two of his other movies in, in smaller roles too. And she's just so hot. Yeah. She's, uh, she's definitely good looking, but yeah, her, her character, like as I'm watch as, as I'm watching the movie last night in particular, you know, like thinking about what my take on this is, I just thought, God, I can so see myself in his exact same situation where this girl who's totally out of your league likes you, but at the same time, you're just super insecure about it. And really what it is, is she's kind of a writer groupie. And she's probably fucking the fucking the sexy black guy. Yeah, I mean, probably. why wouldn't you? I'd fuck the sexy black I know, guy. Right? He's fucking good looking. Except man. he was kind of an insufferable dickhead too. He's yeah, kind of but if it was based strictly on looks, he's a really good looking guy. You know, doing um, all that. Plus, he plus he's a writer, and she's clearly a writer groupie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I could see myself. You know, like I, I, I could see that conversation. Oh, you're not mad. We can't. Yeah, sorry, we can't hang out. You're not mad, are you? And me like, oh no, no, of course not. Like that. That drove hit me fucking. That crazy. hit me hard. That 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 hit way too close to home for me. Been there though. Been there. Yeah. I was like, I felt like I was the sleeper cell friend when I was like 18 to 20 years old. Like everybody'd be like, hey, you want to hang out? My plans fell through, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm <laughs> I'm getting ready, and I'm ready to leave the house. And then they call and be like, you know what? Never mind. They called me finally, so I'm gonna go hang out with them now. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's like when, when I was, uh, shit, what was I, 18? And I was like, I really want to do something. Like it was New Year's, it was New Year's Eve. I was 18 and I was like, I really want to do something. And uh, I called up my lifelong best friend, lifelong best friend. It's like, hey, dude, what are you doing? On, what are you doing for New Year's? He's like, oh, I'm going to this party. I'm like, sweet. Can I come? He's like, oh, it's not my party. I was like, fuck you. Like, but it's a party. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a party. Come on. Like, what the fuck, man? You're allowed to bring one person. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's fucked up. Couldn't be like, hey, I can make a call, you know, or some shit like that. Like, we've been friends since we were like seven years old. Like, all right, whatever. Or you're just like, fuck that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shun him for the. I rest was. Of his I life. haven't really talked to him since. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um, not kidding. Not not consciously, just subconsciously. I was like, that that was kind of a moment where I was like, oh yeah, we're not really. We're, I guess maybe we're not really friends, you know? Yeah. Like, because if it was my friend and I was going to a party, I would make a call before I shut him down, you know? Pretty shitty. So he was, he fucking, I don't know what the word is. I never had any friends, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they do. Have you seen uh, Bobcat's <laughs> previous film? I have not seen any of them. It's And I want to uh, now. He originally titled it Stay, but the, the, the title it got released under was Sleeping Dogs Lie and, uh, it's a, it's a, it's about a woman who uh, in her younger wilder days blew a dog and then her her fiance one night is asking her to tell him what the craziest thing she's ever done was and so she she has this moment of honesty and it just their relationship just spirals out of control <laughs> like it just ruins their relationship and stuff that's awesome yeah i'm definitely i'm more interested now in seeing more of his movies after seeing this one because i always wanted to see willow creek i like saw the case at walmart one day yeah i thought it looked interesting oh willow creek never... willow creek's uh i i just watched the blair witch project with my sons the other day i saw that i saw you post that on twitter yeah and <laughs> and it and then i watched this and as i'm watching it i was thinking oh you know i i, I should really rewatch willow creek because it it was a in my memory anyway it was a really excellent found footage horror movie and and those things are so you know i mean they're so hit and miss found footage horror movies and they're not going anywhere you either have to accept that they exist or not well being (laughs) yeah i mean i mean horror horror always has such a low budget and stuff so yeah the the found footage format isn't going anywhere but it, it it is just all over the place like some of them are just 
dog shit and some of them are amazing and so yeah like when you find one it's really exciting because there is a lot of bullshit out there and uh, bobcat tried his hand at uh, found footage horror and knocked it out of the park as far as i'm concerned bobcat's an underrated or underseen i guess is what i should say an underseen filmmaker probably i think i think it this point his most successful movie was probably god bless america which have you seen that it's <laughs> nope <laughs> it's phenomenal <laughs> stars so stars behind. stars joel murray one of bill murray's many brothers who just kind of show up in all the indie films while bill murray's in all the blockbusters yeah rock solid actor though and uh he he just snaps one day and decides to go or, or well he initially he initially has decided he's going to kill himself and then he's he's got the tv on and and a variant of my super sweet 16 comes on and he just and he decides it apparently it's based near near where he's at and so he decides to go track down the super sweet 16 girl and kill her i'm into it just to just 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 to try and make the world a slightly better place well some of those some of those kids on that fucking show you ever, you ever watch that show? Oh yeah. Oh god. It's it's yeah. it's despicable. I, I I watched it one time and I was like, I'm never watching this again. This is horrific. My dad paid twenty thousand dollars to get Sugar Cult to play at my birthday party. Like, sorry, I don't know. Your life is sad. How now? Yeah, I I, I actually just had my daughter's sixteenth birthday and I was like, I hope you don't expect any of that shit because that ain't happening. I don't believe in that. I can play you a sugar cult CD at your birthday party. <laughs> I was like, my 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 concession to my daughter's sixteenth birthday was I got her a record player and I got her a couple of cool records. I was like, all right, you're sixteen, you should be given cool music. I was gonna say, so you're making her kind of a nerd too. <laughs> but that's okay. I have Power Rangers comics downstairs and Ninja Turtle comics, so I'm. I was wondering if we were going to get through an episode without you mentioning Power Fuck Rangers no. and Ninja Turtles. No, see that that is that is my goal for the show. Every right? single episode. Speaking of dicks, pornography, which brings us right back around right to the back movie. Around. But let's jump back, I don't know, to the beginning-ish. I thought the kid was going to kill himself the first time Robin Williams walks in on him. And I'm like, fuck already, all right. And then, and then I realized it was going to take way longer than I thought. Yeah, it did. It, it did take a really long time to get to that. So much so that that by the time it reached that point, my daughter, who I was watching the movie with, I can't remember if I said that or not. I'm watching it with my 16 year old daughter. When he died, she she just freaked out. She was like, "What? What? What? He's dead? What?" Told you. Like, couldn't couldn't quite wrap her head around that he wasn't the star of the movie. Oh yeah. I'm fucking glad he wasn't the star of the movie. I couldn't follow that idiot around. The oh whole no! Time. Like she, Whew. she definitely, she definitely hated him the whole time, but had somehow tuned him in as being the star of the show. I, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think the first time I saw it, I didn't know that he killed himself either, and so I, uh, I was, I was kind of surprised when, like, it's like 30 minutes into the movie or something. Like, it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. good, maybe 45. It's, it, it's quite a ways. Like, it's, it's way in there that he, that he finally does it, and uh, yeah, I was, I was very much surprised. So what? This is, this is my big question about the whole thing. You walk in on your kid doing something like that. What do you do? It's not like, like you're, you're bound, you're bound to walk in on one of them, one of them jerking off at some point. I haven't yet, but like, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> But and that one you can explain away. Just be like, all right, just you know, wash your hands, whatever. Don't 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 make don't make a sandwich until you. Oh wash no, your yeah, hands. like I'm, but, uh, I'm 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 very I'm very cool <laughs> with that. Like with like I've been 
I've, I've talked to my kids about it. I'm just like, look, you know, I mean, it's totally fine. It's normal. Everybody does it. Just, you know, like, please. I, and I've actually had that conversation with them. I've been like, look, don't get into weird stuff. Like, you know, like stuff like that. Like, don't, don't, what, whatever kind of weird shit you hear about and stuff, don't get into it because it's one of those things where once you start doing it, you kind of can't go backwards and you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to wear yourself out too or you don't want to desensitize yourself too early because then you're fucked. Then you get to a point where you still have all the sex drive and nothing is interesting. So then you're out killing puppies trying to get off and that's how it works. I don't know if that's how it works, but I know <laughs> I know it can get really fucked up. It got really fucked up for me, and uh, and I got into some fucked up shit way too early. And now I, yeah, like I'm in, like I'm pretty much just into really weird shit. I'm in normal weird shit. I think I miss the day. I miss the <laughs> days when I miss the days when you could jerk off to just two people fucking. That gets a little boring. You gotta have <laughs> you gotta have a gerbil in there somewhere. <laughs> like like I I was. I, I collect laserdisc porn. It's one of my. It's one of my. It, it's it's one of my favorite things to collect is laserdisc porn. And I was watching. I I was watching some of them uh, a few weeks ago with a friend of mine, and we were just cracking up, like because it's so innocent. It's so innocent. It's just people fucking, and and it's not like nobody's choking anybody out or calling anybody a piece of shit or. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? You know, why, like why even like watch it's it at that it's point? so innocent. And the funny thing is, is like the environment was really fucked up at the time. You know, that 70s, 80s, in the 70s and 80s, it was a really fucked up environment. Nowadays, the environment is a lot less vile, but the porn has gotten so goddamn disgusting. Because <laughs> we're all desensitized. <laughs> it's the same reason horror movies have gotten the way they are. We we need blood and guts. We're not, you know, Halloween doesn't do it for us anymore. Yeah, we've, desensit- we've desensitized ourselves. That's the problem. Like I showed like I showed my kids the... I, I showed my son the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, le- earlier this year. He, he really wanted to see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's 11 years old at the time. He wants to see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's like, what the hell is this boring shit, Dad? And, and yeah, no, like his comment afterward, well, that was really disappointing. That wasn't scary at all. And then I said, what, well, what about the hook scene? And he goes, oh, yeah, that kind of got me. <laughs> the table scene is still fucking creepy oh no it absolutely yeah. is but that's the thing is kids nowadays you know it everything's so desensitized that that the the creepiness and the madness of everything doesn't even register anymore because that's what's creepy about it is is the portrayal of madness and insanity it, it is really well done and the effect it has on people and yeah and subtle stuff like that like there's no room for subtlety in modern entertainment anymore. Nope, everybody's just going to have to wa- have to watch a Serbian film to feel anything. Yeah. For the record, I will not watch that movie. That movie's fucked up, No, dude. thank you. I, I I know what happens, and I don't need to see that stuff. People, I will I will Well, you don't see anything. Well, the suggestion it could be worse. Yeah. No, it, it it it's pretty bad. Like the suggestion is horrific. I I have seen a Serbian film. I think that is on the list of movies that I don't want to do for this show because I don't want to watch them. <laughs> the know, list is growing slowly. There's this there's this chick I follow on Instagram and she's like super into shit like that and, and she'll she'll post stuff like that and I'm like <sighs> just like <laughs> I have the biggest crush on her because of it because she's so fucked up. That made me sigh. Forgot what I was going to say. World's greatest dad. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there. I I laughed when he said the, that pussy's not going to eat itself and got in trouble. 
<laughs> the scene of him in the office. Is that what you said? No, no, no. no. He's oh, gross. God, no, Why did he say that? He's disgusting. It's like, oh, I hate, I fucking hate that. I hate, I just fucking hate that kid. My daughter, my daughter had to deal with kids like that in school. She had to, she had to deal with this girl who would, um, that's the worst thing. Of, that's the worst. Oh, that's the worst fucking thing about all this attention that's being paid to bullying because, because it's good that attention is being paid to that. But the problem is the first people to figure out how to manipulate that are bullies. Yep. And so consequently, there was this girl who would just shit on my daughter. It just emotionally shit all over her. And then when my daughter would object, she'd be like, you're bullying me. Stop bullying me. I'm glad I'm glad you uh, differentiated emotional shitting from literal shitting. No, no, yeah, she Good job. emotionally shit. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's she literally shit on her. I feel like that that that, that could have gotten some some me and maybe in school suspension or something like that. Maybe some media coverage could have gotten, <laughs> could have gotten some attention. No, no, it's if it bleeds, it leads. If it shits, it sits. <laughs> Did the principal sound like the guy from Unsolved Mysteries to you? Because a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I, I he, he looks nothing like him, but he kept on every time I heard his voice. No, he's I'm definitely like, he definitely yeah. got that voice. I was hoping the music would start, which I don't know. I don't can't remember the music, so I can't sing it right now. I was gonna start going do 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 whatever it is, but I can't because I don't remember what music. The unsolved mysteries tune. Oh. Is that what it is? Oh yeah, no, I got it now. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I grew up on that shit, man. Me too. Why are we not way more fucked up than we are? We had rescue nine one one and unsolved mysteries to <laughs> make it hard for us to sleep at night. <laughs> And now you guys all have the internet, so you know exactly who's out there and being creepy. We just kind of had to wonder. We just assumed that we had to assume that everybody was creepy because Pretty we much, didn't know. Yeah, yeah. There's there's guys in Montana eating little boys and feeding them to church parties and stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, I happened. must have missed that story. That was real. We assume we know we know the guy like kidnapped the kid, and he and there but there's a rumor going around that he cooked the kid in some chili and served him at a church potluck wow yeah that's my hometown that's why i left that's some eric cartman shit right there oh god i hate fucking (laughs) back to world's greatest dad so i don't have to talk about south park and make everybody hate me because that's that show's so popular if you say you don't like it people are just like fuck this show i don't want to watch this i don't want to listen to this shit because they don't like south park what's wrong with south park a lot. Well, for for the listeners, I I happen to love South Park. I I just watched season twenty one and loved it. So so we're we're fifty fifty on this show. Okay, okay, that's that's fair. I laughed really hard when they were going out to dinner with the teacher, and he <laughs> looked at him and said, "If you don't act right at dinner, I'll stab you in the face." <laughs> I my favorite scene for that was where 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 Spy Kids is like, "So you guys doing it?" And the girl's like, "Yep." constantly oh i know that i'm that hurting just, right now <laughs> I just, that just made me I, I fell in love with her a little bit more right there she's adorable that what what better answer there, there is no better answer that was great like nothing you say in that situation is going to be the right <laughs> answer so you might as well just lean into it make him feel <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable yeah that was good that made me happy she's so fucking cute i hate it she is really cute um during the sex scene with her and robin williams <laughs> My daughter just looks over at me and is like, I'm really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, uh, uh, to be to be fair, this is pretty accurate. <laughs> you know, that that That's what it's like a lot of the time. She's like, why are their clothes still on? Sometimes you just don't have time, man. Hey, that's welcome to middle age. Gotta make it happen. <laughs> when that when that thing pops up, you never know when it's just going to fucking deflate again. So you got to take advantage. 
you know, you know, I, I actually, actually in middle age, that has become a fetish to me doing it with clothes on just because, uh, uh, just like it to be quick. <laughs> there's something spur of the moment about it. Yeah. Like, like it's like, n- let's not waste our time getting naked. Let's just get going. There's something that's a huge turn on about that. Depending on, depending on what she's wearing, you'll, you, you, you know, if she's wearing like jeans, you'll maybe have to stand up and I can't be bothered to do that shit. <laughs> Of course, I'm speaking entire. I'm speaking entirely in the theoretical. I haven't gotten laid in quite a while, so it's like just bend over. All, uh, no, no, <laughs> take them off. Let's lay down. It's okay. No, you know what? I'll lay down. You okay, I'm gonna top. lay on my side. You lay on your side, and <laughs> that's called thirty nining. <laughs> that's the worst. That is that is hands down the worst sex possible, and like some. Sometimes it's just all you can do. We're old. What what the fuck do you expect? What do you want from me? Shit, I was doing I was do, I was doing that shit in my twenties. Well, sometimes you know if she if, if if she's sleeping and you wake her up and you're cuddling and she's just like, hey, and then you're like, oops, it's in. in right? the same at the same time, I got married when I was eighteen. So oh, by true. my by the time I was in my late twenties, I've been married for a decade. So shit had cooled a little. We'll make better decisions in the future. <laughs> <laughs> You sir are hilarious. I I have a big plan for when I become president of the world where, you know, chemtrails are a thing, right? They're not a thing, everybody. But <laughs> if they were, if they were, I would make sure that the chemtrails would drop a nice chemical on everybody on the entire world that would just sterilize everybody until they're 30. Oh man, that, that would way, be awesome. Everybody can keep fucking and do whatever the hell they want. Wear a condom, everybody. By the way, just because you can't get pregnant doesn't mean you can't get HIV. So there you go. Disclaimer. But, you know, because people, most people aren't ready to have kids when they decide they have kids, when they decide to have kids. I'll tell you what they need to come out with. They need to come out, they need to come out with an STD test. Maybe they already have. Clue me in if they have. An STD test that is like rapid and you can do it (laughs) home. Oh, dude. Like you can go in the bathroom, piss in a cup, you know, put the put a little cube dissolving cube or tablet into it and if it turns you know if whatever color it turns that's what you may or may not have like a rainbow test that's what we could call it a rainbow rainbow test, test. yeah <laughs> you need we need a we need a rapid a rapid immediate std test that you can take like that copyright copyright us because copyright yeah, yeah, across yeah, hollywood yep. we're gonna do that 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 idea is copyrighted we just copyrighted yep. that we invented it but yeah man i I think people should have to pay like thousands and thousands of dollars if they want to get married before they're 25. Oh, I completely. I, I, I think it should be illegal, <laughs> personally. I think getting married before you're 25 is the worst mistake someone can make. Because I, I was a fucking idiot at 25. I'm still an idiot now, but I'm a way more mature idiot than I was back then. I'm a completely fucking different person. No, li- like, literally, um, there's there's like some sort of psychological research. I, I haven't, uh, I, I've only heard about it, but, but it, 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 bears itself out in the in the practical world if you know anybody and you've known them from the time they were 18 and you've known them through their mid 20s you become a completely different person in that 6 or 7 year space you become like that's why that's why I got married when I was 18 my my wife was 20 and we both became totally different people and and there you go you know <laughs> 10 years later we're like you're not the person I married well you're not the person I married like yeah no yeah. shit <laughs> That's right. And 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 we didn't know anything about that. I only learned about this shit later, you know. But now that now that I know it, I look back and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, yeah, no. I 
everybody becomes a different person in that time period. And you want to look back and be like, that was a mistake. But then you're like, shit, I have kids. I like my kids. So it wasn't a mistake. But I wish I could have waited maybe a few more years (laughs) before I had all my kids. I love my kids, but I definitely think my kids were a mistake. Just because, just because, hear, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Here's why my kids were a mistake. Because all kids are a mistake. Because, <laughs> because they are the ones who are going to suffer for everything I fucked up. Oh, yeah. No, that's hence why sterilization until 30, until you're 30 and you've figured your shit out. They're not bad kids. They're great kids. I'm thrilled that I get to have such great kids. At the same time, there is nothing worse in the world than watching how much shit they've had to go through because of my stupidity and because of my immaturity and my inability to be a dad. God, I'm so glad I met Rachel when I did at 27. Yeah. 27. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So we're both pretty much similar people that we were three years ago. So we're good. We're okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to marry, to, to like commit your life to somebody and then realize you didn't know who they were going to be. You didn't know who, who they'd become. And it's not their fault. It's not like they fucked something up. They're just doing what's they're, they're just doing what you're programmed to do, which is grow as a person. So anyway, yeah. That's fuck. weird. Growing as a person who does that shit. Anybody anybody out there who's listening to this, who's under 25 and considering getting married, please don't do it. You are not the exception. <laughs> you are not the one who it's going to work out for. Okay? Because <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work out. I have a few opinions about that and how I'll keep religion out of it, I suppose. No, I definitely <laughs> bring bring religion oh, into yeah. it because that's some of the problems I have with religion is their attitudes on sex and marriage. All right, let's, let's shit on the Duggars for a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. He cheated and she has to stay with him because of Jesus and stuff. It's a fucking terrible idea. He's a piece of shit. And also, what was the other one? He like molested one of the do- one of the one of his sisters oh, or several man. of his sisters. And I he's. And there, he's not going to get divorced from his wife because she can't because of Jesus and stuff. And God will forgive him. And Satan built a, oh, fuck, what did he say? Satan built like a a temple in his heart or something. And that's why he did all that shit. I have no fucking clue. But <laughs> but they have to stay married. Don't get married. It's a better idea. Just maybe maybe don't get married. Just no paperwork at all. And then And then if you have to leave, if shit goes down, then you're just like, all right, cool, bye. It's easier that way. Yeah, I, I personally, I personally, I think, I, I don't think marriage should be a legal institution. I don't think the law should be involved in it at all. I think, I think you should, you know, like if you want somebody to have the rights, you know, and stuff that that a married that a married person has, then you just, you know, you uh, you fill out paperwork for it. You know, just fill out, file some paperwork. It should be a, it should be a, you know, it should be as e- it, it should be as easy to create and as easy to dissolve as a corporation. You know, like uh, uh, my favorite comedian, Doug Stanhope, says, if you want tax breaks, incorporate and just treat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just treat it. Just treat it like a business deal. But don't you get a tax break when you get married? Yeah, you do. And like I said, you know, like I said, I don't let's let's get rid of that. I'm OK with getting rid of that. I'm OK with getting rid of all that. All that stuff. I don't, yeah, I, I I don't think marriage should be a legal institution. Can we take can we take the extra money from the tax breaks that they're not having anymore and give us free health care with it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, whoa, that's, that's that would be an option. But no, we 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 have to increase military spending by eighty three billion dollars. Fuck that noise! Increase pro- military spending. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm a problem solver, and 
the 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 Cheeto guy is a problem creator. Just so you know, <laughs> every everybody in Gray Falls who's gonna go to his sh- go to his little speech, just kind of remember that this this will come out way after that, but still. <laughs> I love that we're like addressing the problems you're, of the day. You're not shunned, by the way. I went to see George advance. Bush when he came to town because how many how many how many opportunities are you gonna have like that just to be like, hey, I saw George Bush and he was like a real person. He wasn't even a robot. I don't have a pro- I don't have a problem with people being interested in the president. He's he is interesting. Um, oh, yeah. it, he's horrifying, but it, that's interesting. But yeah, you know, the, the truth is I want the president to succeed. I really do. I want him to succeed and do the right thing and, and pull his head out of his ass and be a great president. I would love it if Donald Trump turned it around and became the best president we've ever had. And then the last couple of years, he's just been like, ah, I was just fucking with you guys. Or, you know, if he just came, <laughs> if he just came out and said, you know what? I really have my head up my ass and I think I'm going to start listening to the American people. I think that's the thing to do <gasps> is to listen to the American people and, and represent them. No one would be happier than me if he did that. At the same time, I have about 0% hope that that's ever going to happen. Oh, none of them do that really. So yeah, occasionally they try. With this motherfucker. Okay, we're talking about politics. Let's talk Fuck about politics, Robin Williams. Dude. Let's, yeah, let's get back to Robin Williams and, uh, <sighs> and Spy Kids. Hmm. I'm just going to refer to him as Spy Kids from now on. Uh, let's fall completely silent. <laughs> God damn it. I keep, on, I keep on doing that. I keep on. Okay, end of the end of the dinner date. This also made me laugh when he's talking to his dad and he's like, are you going to go get laid? Are you going to go get some? Go get it. She's hot. Blah. And, and, <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to give her a ride home. It's okay. And then the kid walks away and he's like, good night, whore. He <laughs> was such a shithead in this movie. Oh my god! And then I should have pinpointed that being the time when he when he kills himself because he just took the pictures of the teacher's underpants under the fucking table. At the yeah, restaurant. so he's obviously going home to jack off. If only she hadn't shown Robin Williams her ass, he could have saved him. So I th- I thought he was gonna like blame it on her. Oh really? Yeah. No, that's Which not his char- that's not his character. His character nope. wouldn't do that. His character his character would, you know, just blame himself. That's and, and that's instead what that he turns does. into a sociopath and gets moves moves the fucking scene around and makes it look like his kid killed himself just because he was depressed. You know that happens a lot. I was I just started thinking about that when I was watching the movie. Like, how often does this actually happen? Like they die in a weird way and somebody stages a suicide. Oh yeah. How many of the sure. suicides that I've heard about over the course of my life have not really been suicides? They've been like accidental deaths, but they wanted to I mean, shit man, you know? if David Carradine had had a, his dad still around, we'd all think he just hung himself. He did hang himself, but he hang himself hung himself while he was jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> that's not funny. Sorry. No, that's not that's <laughs> not funny. That's that's sad. Kung Fu. Again, don't get to that point where you got a David Carradine that shit. <laughs> and if yeah, that's the problem. He's yeah. that's the problem. He was crushing so much pussy in the seventies, like it all got boring. He had to start doing weird <laughs> shit. Make sure you do your weird shit with a partner you can trust. See, that's definitely it, one thing I will never do. Have a I partner will, you can trust. I will. Yeah, I don't trust people, man. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever find someone I can trust that much to watch me jerk off. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not an exhibitionist, man. I, I I don't like that. Hey, I'm into the mutual masturbation. Yeah, I don't like it. You know what I like to do? watch people fuck and stand in the corner of their bedroom when they they don't know that i'm there <laughs> is that true i don't know i'm just Spokane gonna let you police, guys wonder uh it, it, the address of this <laughs> everybody i'm just gonna let you guys wonder so me saying stuff like that i just started thinking that my 12 year old nephew just visited me and he told me he's listened to every one of our episodes so far. oh awesome <laughs> <laughs> don't 
choke yourself when you jerk off, kid. You're 12 years old. You got jerking off is all you need. That's all you need. Oh, use lube. I recommend using lube. I don't. I know. Weird, right? No, I don't use it. I, I, I don't use it in my... it. Uh, well, all right. Okay. We're talking about jerking off. I, that's the funny thing. I wouldn't let somebody watch me jerk off, but I will explain how I jerk off in detail <laughs> and have no problem with it. So, like, I, I just recently got myself a brand new wacket jacket, which <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck if, is that? I don't, I don't know, know if you're familiar with the term. It's uh, also called a masturbation sleeve <laughs> or a love glove. Um, it's like a sock it's no it's like a tube it's like remember those tubes you used to get as a kid and you would try and stick your dick in it those (laughs) those those tube (laughs) things that like that like you'd squeeze one in and it squirt out oh yeah yeah. it it, it rolled to the (laughs) other end and you'd try and stick your dick in those to turn and see if that's what a vagina felt like i never tried that but yeah i thought about it i totally i totally (laughs) did my dick was too big though ha ha fuck you andrew my dick was too big to fit in the junior wacket jacket. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why I never tried. Maybe I did try and it just wouldn't fit. So it's basically, it's like that. It's it, it's like a fleshlight, but without the flashlight part. <laughs> it's just the tube. It's just the silicone tube. And you lube it up and you get it on there and you get it going and it works great. It's awesome. I put I, I like because the tube goes all the way through. So you can clean it out properly. Oh, that's and good. so that's I just handy. throw an I just throw a washcloth over the end because sometimes my <laughs> my my jism gets a little jazzy and decides to decides to jump. So that prevents that from becoming a problem. And then you just go to town, man, and it works great. It feels just like a, it it feels like a really good vagina, and it doesn't desensitize your dick. Whereas jerking off without lubrication, which is what I do when I'm using just just uh, uh my manos hands of fate. <laughs> is uh it actually does desensitize your dick so that when you actually go to fuck you can you can end up having problems which i have had in the past i've had some severe desensitization problems ever since i started using this i don't have half the problem with it there you go that's our official ad for the wacket jacket guys so so if you really want to be a good uncle you know what to get him for christmas hey uh, adam and eve you want to sponsor us you guys sponsor a lot of podcasts i listen to (laughs) please we have a whole 90 listeners sweet they could give us free wacket jackets. I'm down. We could give them out as Christmas presents to nephews and children we love. <laughs> I, was, I was at Pride and I actually won a $5 gift card to Adam and Eve. Nice. Yeah. I've never actually been to Adam and Eve. I may have to go if they sponsor us. Uh, yeah, come on. Come on, everybody. And then you know what? Everybody just tell everybody to listen to us and get us out there and then we'll... I want weird sponsors. I don't want... I mean, I'd appreciate... I'd take Audible, but I'd rather have Adam and Eve. Oh, dude. If Audible offers the sponsor... We have to, because I'm the I'm the world's biggest Audible fan. <laughs> I have like 400 Audible books. What about... Uh, oh, fuck. One of, those, one of those meal prep things. Yeah, fuck that. I'd still take it. They'd give us free food. I'd take it. I, I'd try <laughs> it. I'd try it. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to endorse shit if I don't like it. I will, yeah. I will... I will... I will tell you up front. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shit all over you if I don't like your product. Shh. Be quiet. They'll give us money. <laughs> hey, Adam and Eve is a safe bet. I'm definitely going to like their products. Audible, I'm already a fan. You should you should get on Audible even if even if they're not sponsoring us. Seriously, I love that. But more company. if they're sponsoring us. But if they sponsor us, then if you don't if you don't get an Audible subscription, I'm going to come to your house and hit you with my dick. <laughs> there we go. I like I like that the that the sole focus of this movie is about somebody dying jerking off so we can talk for the whole time about jerking off. About jerking off, it exactly. Beautiful. We need to watch more death by jerking off movies so we can talk about jerking off. Watch any David Carradine movie and make jokes about it now. <laughs> 
we could watch any David Carradine movie from the 70s and talk about how I jerked off to it because I did. Yeah. Pretty much every David Carradine movie from the 70s is full of lots of lots of free boobies. And I and man, at some point in my life, I jerked off to all of them. Oh yeah, I was there. I I, I used a, a lot of softcore Showtime porn. Oh yeah, good times, good times. There was one that was actually good, but I can't remember what it was. It was about vampires, and there was an was actor it, in there. Was it the vamp uh, embrace of the vampire starring Alyssa Milano? Was it? I don't remember. Alyssa Maybe. Milano had like the best softcore scene in that movie because there were because the, there were I know there were real actors in it because the acting wasn't awful. Could have been Embrace yeah. of the Vampire. Well, now, now everybody go look that up. Tell me. Yeah, that was maybe like, I'll look it up myself. I don't know. <laughs> that was like that was that was like some revelation shit when I was younger. Like Alyssa Milano was, you know, I mean, I grew up with Alyssa Milano. I had a crush on her when she was like, you know, like twelve years old, and I was nine or whatever. Ooh. And I was like, oh, she's the she's the she's a babe. Hey, dude. She's still pretty hot. I wouldn't say no. Oh no, she totally is. But but then she was in Embrace of the Vampire, and as like yeah, as Mister Skin scenes go uh that's top drawer that scene is top drawer amy smart's never done softcore porn have you not seen the crank movies oh cr- the fuck <laughs> you know damn it but you see what i did there that's called a callback everybody nice we can we can do that sometimes well played we're okay we're okay we know things now the important oh, the important thing is to draw attention to it and hammer it into the ground so it's not funny anymore i have to pretend like i know what i'm doing <laughs> I, when I do when I do something smart, I need to make sure people know that I did it. That's how that that's the way my self worth works. I have none, so I have to like <laughs> pretend that it exists. So speaking of speaking of masturbation and of uh, of death by masturbation, I don't know where I'm going. I'm kind of hoping I'll find somewhere to go by the time I stop talking. <laughs> oh hey, I, I, oh um, this is this is the second episode where we talked about jerking off because I did all that fapping noise stuff in the last episode. <laughs> oh, that's right, Jesus. God damn it! It's and then okay. I demonstrated my. Oh yeah, yep. There we go. This is just this is just a new thing. Every episode we're gonna figure out a new way to jerk off, and we're gonna talk all about it. I gotta say that is one thing I don't care for <laughs> with the wacket jacket is the sound effects <laughs> that come along with it. They're not great. Does it make weird noises? It does. Does it, it make that noise? <laughs> yeah, and it and it, it's kind of echoey because it's it it's got some tube in it, you know. So like it it, it creates interesting slurping sounds. It's, and it, you just happen to be doing it when your kids are home and they just no, walk by the door. They're no, like, Dad, no, 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 no. what is going on? No, if the kids are in the house, I have I have to go dry because it's it's quieter. <laughs> Everybody's camping today, so I can just jerk. Aren't off you glad to know all that, over the kids? house? <laughs> all over the house, you just hear. Just hoping my son doesn't discover this podcast. <laughs> no, the truth is, this would be right up my son, right up my son's alley. Did did I did I tell you about uh, did I tell you about the escalating war of discomfort that we got into briefly? <laughs> <laughs> so my son took my son took a trip to japan so right there you know it's gonna get weird he took a trip to japan right after he graduated high school and uh he sent me back or what well, he brought back for me um are you familiar with the term fudanari no it's uh it's it's japanese manga porn in which women grow penises out of their vaginas and fuck each other with them. So he brought me back an extremely graphic <laughs> Funari manga. And so in order to in order to pay him back, uh when he was going off to college, I bought him a wacket jacket and lube and cleaning solution. And I I I meant to give it to him on the day 
on the day I dropped him off as like, you know, just to, just to make it extra uncomfortable. Like I'm hugging him goodbye and Oh, by the way, I got you this and I forgot to. So I just had to mail it to him. And then, uh, and then he, he sends me a message back explaining how horrified he is and how he hates stuff like that. And he (laughs) threw it away and I was like, motherfucker, I paid $40 for that shit. Come on. At least, like, mail it back to me. And he's but like, he never didn't. mind. Here's a video of me using the dad. No, that that was the thing. He was like, he was like, okay, you're gonna like this is gonna get bad, and like I'm 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 already plotting my revenge. And I was like, hey, you don't want to you don't want to escalate things with me, all right? <laughs> I was like, because I'll I'll take it to levels you never dreamed of. It, and he's like, oh yeah, really? You ever thought you ever wanted to see your son do porn? <laughs> Then I was like, okay, okay, bluff called. Let's stop right here. Let's let's not take this any further. Everybody's got a video camera now. <laughs> yep. I'm too lazy to record fucking though. Just, uh, I have to hold. I, I only have one arm holding. Uh, <laughs> fuck. It's so hard. It's not know, part, hard right now. Part of, <laughs> I, I have to admit, part of me does kind of, does think it would be cool to get with like an exhibitionist chick who like wanted to be filmed and put on the internet and stuff. Like there's something about, there's something I find arousing about that need that some people have. I don't personally have it, but yeah, I don't know. It's a turn on. It's not a need, but I don't mind. It's kind of, it's okay. Well, I, no, I I'm mean, I, there, I think there are some people who do have well, a need. Not a need for me. Yeah. But it's a, so yeah, I'm down. It's cool. I don't really, I don't want anybody like breathing on me while I'm trying to do it. <laughs> like, don't be, don't be on my back, you know? <laughs> I'm I'm all for that weird shit. Open relationships, man. Free love, hippie shit, right? So okay, bringing it back, bringing it back to <laughs> world's greatest dad. Because now I'm creeped out. Um, <laughs> how like how did how did how did you feel? Because I know I know a lot of people people's feelings kind of run the gamut on this one. The few people I've spoke to about this movie have wildly different feelings about it. So I'm curious what your take on it is. I was very sympathetic to his writing writing the book and stuff like that because because you're in the same I, situation. I understand <laughs> that need. I understand that that deep desire to have your work appreciated and recognized and I under I also understand being unpublished. Um I I have been published but I've only been published once and I have a lot of work that I just can't get published. I I just keep getting it sent back, keep getting it sent back, keep getting it sent back. So I I was very sympathetic to his character. Some people are very unsympathetic to his character and and feel like he was just a giant dick for doing what he did even though, you know, I mean he was clearly rationalizing it in his head and and I'm not saying that it's not a dickish thing to do, but that good people can get caught up in rationalizing bad behavior. So, like, what's your take on that? I'm, I, I am curious to see what you have to say about it. Nobody in that situation would make good decisions, anyways. <laughs> I feel here. Yeah, that's, th- yeah. There's some truth. That's not traumatic at all, is it? At first, he was like, uh, he probably just didn't want him and his son to be embarrassed. Well, yeah. Th- I mean, then, that's obviously where the suicide note then, came from. And then it started getting attention, and he's just like, "Holy shit! Like, this is this is what I wanted the entire time." Because I don't want to, he, he said, he said he didn't want, he, the the act of writing isn't enough for him anymore. He wants, wants people to actually give a shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I completely understand that. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with him. It was obviously a shitty thing to do, but he copped to it at the end. He realized it wasn't, wasn't worth it. So, well, that's you know. the, that's the redemptive thing yeah. is, is like he came around and realized it was a shitty thing to do. And, but and while it was happening, it, it was totally happen. fucked up and I was slightly disturbed, but I totally understood it. <laughs> you know, that brings up, that brings up an interest, that brings up an interesting thing that, uh, is one of my pet peeves about news reporting and media and stuff like that. Why do news outlets go to family and parents after some sort of tragedy, be it 
whatever, you know, uh, whatever the tragedy may be, a school shooting, suicide, uh, hor- horrific accident, cop shooting, whatever it is, why do they go to the family? I mean, I understand why they go to the family. It's sensational and it gets viewers. We really need to stop supporting that kind of shit, though, because no family member is going to think about a situation like that rationally or logically. Like, like you go to the family member of a kid who just got shot by the cops. Regardless, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these. I'm, I'm not trying to jump on the pro-cop bandwagon. If anything, I'm pretty anti-cop in general. But at the same time, of course, every mother and father is going to say their kid was innocent. They're going to believe their kid was innocent. They're going to believe their kid was a victim of a horrific situation because they're literally incapable of examining the situation impartially. Oh yeah. No parent is capable of looking at that in part. No. What, what piece of shit Joe Jackson motherfucker would get up there and be like, Oh no, my kid was a piece of shit. He had it coming. Speaking of which Joe Jackson died the other day and the whole world <laughs> applauded because well, fuck that guy. Did he die? Yeah, he oh. did. He did. He died. He died this week. I think he will not be missed. Unfortunately, no, no. Robin Williams will be missed. Robin this Williams will be missed. Don't. Nope. Not really. I, I. I'd miss. I'd miss Spy Kids character more than I'd miss Joe Jackson. But. Yeah. But the point. The point of the matter is, like, you'd have to be a real piece of shit to have any kind of objectivity about your kid get your kid getting killed. You know, it's like same thing with like a school shooting. Even if your kid was bullying the school shooter, you're not going to have any objectivity on that shit. No parent would. So why the fuck do they call it news? It's not news to interview the grieving parents. That's not news. That's exploitation. That's exactly what it is. And it's it, 100% bullshit. It goes back to like Columbine 9-11. They did that similar thing. The kids who just saw all their friends get shot, they're like, you know, like, oh, what's, what's going on in there? It's like, oh, no, there's there's 20 people shooting everybody and everything's fucking crazy. So that's where all those news reports came that weren't true. Oh, right? speak, like, speaking like of which, I just watched Bowling for Columbine the other day. Yeah, I saw you bought that. Fuck yeah. me, man. That movie has aged unfortunately well. It, it's still relevant, kind of? It's more yeah. relevant than it's ever oh, been. God damn it. Now I have to watch it again. And I don't. I'm not a big Michael Moore Michael fan. Moore fan. Yeah. I, you know, in general, I don't like his. I don't like his tactics. But Bowling for Columbine, he was asking the questions that needed to be asked at the time. You know, and that still. That's the unfortunate thing that still need to be asked. It's like we learn nothing from that shit. Oh no, no. Societally, this is fucking America. The only people, and and like this is a really fucked up thing to say, but I'll say it because it's the truth. The only people who learn from that were kids who were thinking about shooting up a high school. They're the only ones who learned anything from that whole situation. Societally, we've done nothing to make things better. And it's not even shocking anymore. (laughs) Now it's just, uh, can we maybe... Oh god, the last podcast on the left guys were like, you know what we should stop doing? We should stop... We should have like more bullet control or something. (laughs) Oh, that's a Chris Rock. They were... Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to Chris Rock. That's there, actually in Bowling for Columbine. Oh, is it? He puts he puts oh, Chris maybe. Rock's bit where he's like, "We don't need gun control. We need bullet control. Oh, Every yeah. okay, bullet, cool. should, bullet should cost five thousand dollars." <laughs> oh, I remember that. That's right. Then if somebody got shot, you'd be like, "God damn, he must have done something." <laughs> they spent the, fifty thousand dollars worth of bullets in his ass. The episode that I was listening to was about John John Lennon's assassination, uh-huh. and they were talking about how the guy went to New York, but they didn't sell bullets for the gun that he had gotten in New York. So it deterred him that first time he tried to kill John Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> but he did it again. He did it anyway. Later yeah. with bullets he got in Hawaii, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways. But yeah. What is? Yeah. No, that's fucked up. But yeah, I... Um, but ratings, man. Ratings. That's that's how you get ratings. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, that watching that footage in in bowling for Columbine. Cause there's a scene, there's that scene in the middle where he actually shows the footage 
and plays the 911 calls and it was just fucking crushing man like i i don't i don't tend to get real emotional about stuff like that and and yeah that one like that just that just beat the shit out of me emotionally yeah, much like a- world's greatest dad the scene the scene when he finds this kid william's performance is just oh man heart-wrenching he was such a good fucking actor he was he's a it. great actor like he, i don't think he really really showed off how great of an actor he was until later later but yeah he, he, always, he always did good you know he was good in mrs doubtfire say what you want about the movie whatever he was he was good well, as a 10 year old and jack <laughs> he as was, good as, yeah i mean the movies didn't deserve his level of acting no, honestly no. a lot of those movies but no he's he's always been a solid he's always been a solid actor and yeah, like people didn't people didn't realize it until like the mid '90s or late '90s that he was actually a genuinely great actor. On Good top Will of Hunting was probably the one where they're just like, "Holy shit, this yeah. guy's not just a well, goofy he bastard." He can up act. to that up to that point, he had done some great movies. He had done uh, he had done Dead Poets oh, Society, yeah. and he had done um, Good Morning Vietnam. Did he win any awards uh, for any no, of those? No, he didn't win awards for any of that shit. But uh, yeah, no, he was he, he was he was a great actor and. The I, I got to say the choice of music in that scene too. I've had that song stuck in my head ever. I mean, I, I only watched it last night, but I literally walked into here like humming it under my breath. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I like I like the music choices overall. It was kind of weird. Yeah, fun. Bobcat it, it has spoken about it, and he he's like he he recognizes that he takes too many musical montage breaks you know but he like he, he he just puts when he's writing the script he puts whatever music he's listening to into it and so he uh he obviously is a big bruce hornsby fan and oh, yeah, uh yeah. and then uh, oh shit what is the name of this what is the name of the band that did that song it's i believe it's ax axiom family or and I have no idea because I, I, I can family. I don't know. I just I just looked him up on Pandora today. I can only I've vaguely remember song, the song. <laughs> I've had that song stuck in my head. Here, I'm, Akron family. That's the name of the there band. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you can just edit around that. Yes, I can. No, I really like the music choices in the movie. We're all pretty, pretty right. Even though some of them were too bouncy for the for the scene. But how I did you he, feel about him using under pressure? That was that was good. I liked. Yeah. It. <laughs> Because then they, they they brought it up earlier. Yeah, that, that, that kid in that poetry class. Was, <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't I didn't think you'd know it. It's like, I'm white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, of course, I know a David Bowie and Queen song. I'm white. <laughs> give love, give love, give love. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. I used to. Oh my god, I've jerked off in so many of my mom's friends' bathroom. At my mom's funeral, all of these old friends of hers were coming up, and I, I was talking to my then girlfriend, and I was like, "Yep, jerked off in his bathroom. Jerked <laughs> off in her bathroom. Jerked off in her bathroom. Jerked off in his bathroom." <laughs> it's a way to make the funeral a little less sad. <laughs> my girlfriend was probably like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Were you saying it aloud to her?" <laughs> yes, I was saying it to her. I was like, "Oh yeah, I jerked off in his bathroom. That guy, her, I, I jerked off in her bathroom like twelve times." Yes. <laughs> I hope the next funeral I go to, I'm just going to start saying that to people. I don't care whose it is. I jerked off in your bathroom, sir. You spend a lot of time at funerals, do you? <laughs> no. I, I, I try to avoid them. Aren't we all already I mean, dead That's on the inside? <laughs> that, those, those, are actually, those are kind of the lyrics to that song. Don't be afraid. You're already dead. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Oh, shit. But 
we're going we're going a little long maybe we should wrap it up and stop talking about jerking off and fucking <laughs> what <laughs> stop talking about jerking off how dare you sir so i really liked this fucking movie it was really good robin williams is the best and i'm still sad however many years it's been yeah <sighs> watching him say suicide is a permanent solution to temporary problems was kind of sad yes just like having he's looking right into the camera and you're just like oh man like that happened. at the same time i get it i'm not going to judge anyone for committing suicide please don't but i'm not going to judge anyone for it no do what he says go talk to somebody yeah that that's that's actually important even though this movie's technically not about suicide no it's not it's not <laughs> but but that is suicide a very is point. actually exactly what the exactly what didn't happen in this yeah. movie but the, the, the point still remains. Don't do it. Talk to somebody. People care. Please do. Yes. Talk to us. I don't give a shit. Email me. I don't care. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that, too. Yeah. I, I was raised in a house with a psychologist, and I live with a woman who has a master's degree in social work. I've, I've, got, I've, got, some, I've got some advice for you. I'll probably give you some, some very anarchistic slash nihilistic advice, but yeah. Yeah. So, World's Greatest Dad. Good movie? I love it. Yes. I fucking... I, I, I love it more every time I see it, and I've seen it many times. We're going to do more Bobcat movies here at some point. Yes. Because I'm, I'm super curious now about all these fucking things. So, yeah, that does it for this episode of Sharks Across Hollywood. If you want to give us money, because we know you do, because everybody's rich and shit except for us, go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood. And if you just want to talk to us or whatever, you can follow us at everything at the shark pod that means the shark pod means we're the actual fucking shark pod because sharks across hollywood is way too long for twitter i guess (laughs) so yeah that's it and stay jawsome motherfuckers 